subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Baqarah, ayat number 282, and also the following after, uh, ayat after that. And this is uh, the longest ayat of the Quran. Surah Baqarah 282. Well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the issue of, you know, um, the agreement about loan. However, the message is not restricted to that. You know, some people make judgment about these things. They don't realize that, you know, many of these things Quran, in Quran are not only maqsus and specific for that item. The message is universal. It, it covers all different kinds of, you know, deals that people have uh, between one another. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins by saying, Ya amanu, that all you who believe, when you make a deal with one another in contracting a loan, for a fixed time, so six months, one year, two years, five years, this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives about more than 10 commandments. What to do in this process? Number one, Faktubuhu. Faktubuhu from Kitabat. Write it down. Of course, nobody takes this, you know, uh, term in the meaning of wujub, but this is strongly recommended. Faktubuhu. Write it down. This issue of writing the agreement cannot be overemphasized. I talked about it in different majalis. Because I see cases, people come to me when they have problems. And then I ask them, do you have anything in writing? No. Whatever we decided was all verbal. How, I, how, I, you know, how, how, I, how am I going to decide on such a case? You know, many times, close friends get into partnerships without any documentation. If one brings up this issue, let it, let put it down in writing, they say, oh, you want to insult our friendship? And then problem starts, and they become the worst of enemies. And this is where I used this term before, write it down if you are, even if you are doing business with your own father. Even if you are doing business with your own father, write it down. Or the other way around. Father and son, put it in writing. Because when it comes to mal and dawlat, there's no relationships anymore. And this is where we had to realize that, you know, that is why Quran is emphasizing. Put it down in writing. Even when it comes to the issue of will. You know, sometimes we see cases, there, the will didn't exist. And the parents had probably given some property to one of the children or two of them, not all of them. And then there is dispute. Are there witnesses? No. But this is what my father told me. Well, your father should have written it down. Her witness is there. Even there, for example, there is an ayat in Surah Ma'idah, ayat number 106. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhu al-lazheen amanu, shahadatu baynakum idha hadara ahadukul mulmaut, heena la wasiyya, 
اثنان ذو عدل منكم او اخرين من غيركم ان انتم ضربتم في الارض when the time of death comes and a person is making his last will if it is not in written form then at least you should have witnesses there two just witnesses who would hear that the person is saying this about his wasiyat and this is where we have to realize you know many times siblings siblings end up becoming enemies of one another on this issue and this can be very simply you know prevented if things were done in a way that you know um, the parents for example would write it down one you know side question which came to me a few weeks uh, ago somebody asked me that molana in one of the dramas referring to a pakistani drama you know the son was demanding from the father his share in the property so he was asking is this valid or not in sharia no when the father is alive it's his property who are you to say i want my share your share only will come to exist when your father dies not before that you know he can do whatever he wants with his property he can give it away he might even give it away out of spite for you disobedient son but that's his right you know so this whole issue of you know i have a haq but you don't have a haq haq will only come in when the father dies and so these are the issues you know people have to really uh, learn islam is not only namaz and roza and hajj and ziyarat when it comes to muamala these are serious issues of life and islam has very clear guidelines and teachings on this issue since we are talking about this issue of you know written agreements in the marriage contract that we have uh, on the website also proposed uh, by us for last few years now you have besides the essential parts of the mahr there is one page which talks about optional conditions that both parties can add to their marriage um, contract those are also very important the problem is sometimes we see that okay it has been printed out but neither of the two parties have read it and at the time of the ceremony they want to sign and one would say well i don't even know what is this i don't want to sign on it and that person would have absolute right and this is where i would emphasize that you know when you look at it this has to be studied by both parties much much ahead before this you know uh, marriage ceremony that it has to be discussed mutually and if they agree to add those conditions into the marriage contract then it will be signed if if they don't agree you just leave it unsigned because those conditions will become part of the contract only if it is signed by both parties on this issue of you know the importance of writing down things it's not only in a case where we say well you know i don't trust my children they will end up fighting therefore i have to do this no this will facilitate you know an 
a simple and easy process of transferring the property from one generation to another. You look at the family of Amir al-Mu'minin Ali bin Abi Talib alayhi salatu wasalam. He is there from Ahl Kisa. Two oldest sons are from Ahl Kisa. They are masoom. But even then, when he was coming back from Safin, if you look at Nahl Balagha, you know, will number 24. It says very clearly, this is a will that Ali wrote while he came back from, or on his way back from uh, Safin. And this is where he makes, uh, of course, this is not only one, there is many other documents more detailed, similar to this. But I just wanted to share with you that this issue of putting things in writing. It's not only when people have doubts about others. No, this is the norm as far as Islam is concerned. This is a masoom imam. And what does he say? هَذَا مَا عَمَرَ بِهِ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ عَلِي بِنَ بِطَالِبِ Amir al-Mu'mineen fi malihi. You know, this is what um, is the decree of the servant of Allah, Ali bin Abi Talib, who is Amir al-Mu'mineen, regarding his mal, regarding his wealth. And he is doing this because he actually had made his um, property into what we call al-waqf al-awlad. It's very similar, not exactly the same thing, what you have, family trust. And what it means basically is that, you know, it is a, uh, instead of making it an inheritance, it becomes like a endowment where the members of the family have the right to use the profit of that endowment. The numbers can be fixed by the person who's writing the will, that this much will be used by you for your own use, and the rest will be given in charity. This is known as al-waqf al-awlaad. Anyway, that's a uh, detailed issue, but based on that, Amir al-Mu'minin says that I have written this ibtaga'a wajhillah, for the sake of Allah's pleasure, لَيُولِجُهُ بِهِ الْجَنَّةِ وَيُعْتِيهِ بِهِ الْأَمْنَةِ So that I can gain the Jannah and the safety of the hereafter. فَإِنَّهُ And then he says, the property that I'm living, um, he had actually cultivated many uh, palm uh, you know, gardens, palm trees in, in Medina and around Medina. Um, this is where he says, فَإِنَّهُ يَقُومُ بِذَلِكَ لَحَسَنْ بِنْ عَلِي After me, Hassan bin Ali, my son, will be the custodian of that. He will use it for himself according to the uh, agreed uh, portion. And the other known portion we will use for charity. If something happens to Hassan, and Hussein is alive, then he will take his place. And he will manage this uh, endowment in uh, the way I have written it down. And then let me end with this uh, part, which is very interesting. He says, This endowment of Ali were known as Sadaqatu Ali, you know, charities of Ali. 
And he says, there's two sons of mine from Fatima have the same share <coughs> like my other children from other uh, wives. So when it comes to this share, they are all equal. However, but I have made the two sons of Fatima, the custodian, given them that right to manage it. Why? To seek the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, to get this nearness to Rasulullah because they are his grandsons. To respect the sanctity of Rasulullah and to honor the relationship that they have with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thank you.